This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Just a minute after seven, this progressive talk on Capricorn FM, and we're speaking progressively. So the Compensation Fund is an entity of the Department of Employment and Labor. This entity is responsible for the provision of compensation, pension and medical benefits, as well as rehabilitation services to employees who are injured or contracted diseases during the course of their employment. The focus for today will be on COVID-19 related claims and procedures. So we have in studio Dr. Maureen Mpata, Director at the Compensation Fund here in Limpopo in the province. Good evening ma'am and welcome to progressive talk uh, good, in- good evening thank you good evening good evening mm-hmm. indeed so we're speaking to her and we're engaging on these issues that we're looking at today so we're saying the focus for today will be on covid19 related claims and procedures so that's our focus for this conversation that we're having here until half past seven if you have questions that you want to raise with us you want to talk to us to raise those with us of course our numbers are zero eight seven zero eight seven two double eight nine six nine seven the whatsapp number zero eight two six five four two double four six and we'll be engaged looking at these issues would like to generally hear from you of course and questions that you may have on the issues that we are engaging on uh, that is always very very helpful when we have questions that are coming from you when you're engaging on the subject of the day hence we are focusing on that and looking at specifically the subject of the day so we'll have that conversation in a bit and we're looking at issues around that this is progressive talk on capricorn fm Progressive Talk is proudly brought to you by YEP, a digital marketplace for small trusted businesses. Right, and so we're continuing with the conversation. Well, let's start with perhaps the basic question. What is the mandate for the Compensation Fund? Actually, we have a constitutional mandate, Uh right, under sections uh, 27-1, is that everyone has the right to social... Uh, to have access, uh, social access to social security, including if they are unable to support themselves mm-hmm. and their dependents, as well as to appropriate social assistance. Right Then when you go to section 27.2, it states that the state must take reasonable legislative and other measures within the available resources mm. to achieve the progressive realization of each of these rights. Then we, uh, uh, the other mandate we have is a legislative one. Remember the first one we talk about the constitutional one. Mm-hmm. The legislative one is that the Compensation for Occupational Injuries and Diseases Act of, uh, Act number 130 of 1993 as amended by the Quiet Act number 61 of 1997. Uh, the legislative mandate of the Compensation Fund is to provide for compensation for disablement caused by occupational injuries or diseases sustained or contracted by employees in the course of their employment or for death resulting from such injuries or diseases and to provide for matters connected therewith. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that is the mandate. Uh, mm. And another perhaps basic one, especially when you're starting, who is the employer? Right, the, the, um, the employer is any person, including the state, who employs an employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, any person controlling the business of, of an employer, 
right? Mm-hmm. If the service of an employee are lent or temporarily made available to some other person by his employer, such employer for such period as an employee works for that other person, right? A labor broker who against payment mm-hmm. provides person to a client for rendering of services or performance of work mm-hmm. and for which services or work such person is person is paid mm. by the labor broker. Okay. Okay. So that, and, yeah. Mm, yeah. Or is there more to that or that covers all we have on the employer? Yeah, it, that covers the employer. Okay. And then the natural question therefore arises, who is, is the employee the, after that? Yeah. yeah. The employee, it means a person who has entered into work under a contract or service of apprenticeship or learnership with an employer, mm. whether the contract is expressed or implied, oral or in writing, and whether the remuneration is calculated by time or by work done or is in cash or in kind. And it includes, I'll just summarize it, mm-hmm. a casual worker, mm. right? Who is employed for the purpose of the employee's business. Mm-hmm a director or member of a body corporate, right? Uh, A person provided by labor broker against payment to a client for the rendering of services or work, Mm -hmm. right? And such person is paid by the labor broker, right? In case of the deceased employee, Mm -hmm. the dependents, and in the case of an employee who is a person under disability, a curator acting on behalf of that employee mm. but does not include mm-hmm. a person including a person in employ of the state performing military or undergoing training referred to in the defense force act a member of a permanent force of south african defense force mm-hmm. a member of the south african police force mm. right a person who contract for carrying out work and himself engages their person to perform such work. Mm-hmm. A domestic employee employed as such in a private household. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, mm. does the composition fund mm. cover the employees who contracted COVID-19 while on duty? Yes, it does cover them. Mm. Okay. So, mm. so what, what, what are the issues there that needs to be... Uh, explain as to what happens, what you look at and, and covering, or it is plainly that you, you co- they can be covered? Yes, they can be covered, but remember there are requirements mm-hmm. when you do, uh, when, when you uh, you report a case, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what is important is that they must provide all the required documents. The problem is, uh, is that sometimes people don't provide all the required uh, documents and yeah. it, it results in delays. Mm-hmm. So the, the documents that are required are the notice for occupational disease and claim for compensation. That is the, the WCL5 form. Mm-hmm. Right. A certified copy of the employee. Mm. Right. A COVID-19 exposure and medical questionnaire that needs to be completed by the employer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the employer's report of accident, which is the WCL2, the laboratory t- test mm. confirming the COVID infection, mm-hmm. right? 
and also the first medical report in respect of the occupational disease. These are the standard forms that that that, that, that needs to be submitted, uh-huh. right? Yeah, and um, if you don't have all the forms, it becomes very difficult to yeah. adjudicate on the case. Okay. Yes. So while those are the forms, so what are the procedures of reporting a claim for someone who contracted COVID-19 on duty? The procedure... <laughs> the procedure... <laughs> yeah. The procedure, it's like, why? I'm going back to that, right? You, If you contract a disease okay. or, or, or um, an injury, mm. you submit a claim to the okay. compensation, uh, compensation fund, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Using all the, those, uh, you have to submit all the documents I mentioned before. Just this recent information yes, you yes, were talking the, about. Yes, yes, okay, those are the okay. ones. So it could be you can hand it in, mm-hmm. right? It could be through a dedicated uh, uh, um, a COVID uh, email, mm-hmm. or you can even uh, email or fax mm. the application forms. Okay, yes. okay. All right. Mm. How long does it take to finalize the COVID nineteen claim? Right. If 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 we have all the information, mm. right, it takes about twenty days. Okay. Uh, to finalize a COVID nineteen claim. Mm, mm. Mm. And and what are the payable benefits on COVID nineteen claim? It will be your medical. Uh, let's say your medical services like going to the doctor Mm -hmm. that can include both in hospital or out of hospital treatment it depends Mm. and in other instances if it happens that you uh, you have additional problems where you need rehabilitation Mm. right and also they also we also have those uh, the program where this where we reintegrate the person back into the workplace. Oh, okay. Yes. The other one is the total temporary disability. That is like your your uh, salary uh-huh. during the the period of uh, uh, disability where you get your salary. Uh-huh. Uh, in, in in other cases, you'll end up you may get a pension. That is if you 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 became disabled to to the extent that your your permanent disability is 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 more than thirty percent. Mm. Then you can get that pay. You do qualify okay. for that pension. Mm. So, uh, ne- uh, also nature ne- it's is the same as almost any other disease. Okay. Or injury. Mm. So the process is the same, right? In other instances, ne- you'll find that the pension could be for the client himself, mm-hmm. but. It could be for the beneficiaries, right? Mm. For the beneficiaries in the event if someone passes away. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it could, yeah, they say you can also get pension for that. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. All right. And and I'm, I'm just wondering if here on this point we can sit a bit, if there is more that you wanted to go to on detail about or, or, or we've just covered. Uh, in in the other parts of of what you were mentioning, if there are areas you still want to add some detail on, or we've just covered that um, satisfactory for you, that's fine. I, I think I can go to 
to the part it, it includes pension also okay. the, the, the part of payout mm. right you'll find that if someone is having uh, if someone um, no before that mm. yes going to into fatal cases mm-hmm. where someone passes away mm. right the payout it will be to the dependents yes of the deceased right mm. but if there are no dependents Right, this payout is usually then is usually given to a, a relative, but it, it can only be given to one person. Okay. Yeah, so there will be some intricate things involved yeah. to find out who is this person, person. not someone from Okay. From anyway. <laughs> I see what you mean there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So also there are instances where there is what we call the partial dependence. Okay. You'll find that the person, the, the person who passed away used to contribute, just for example, at home. Yeah. He used to give, uh, you are supporting um, the family, yeah, relative a relative or what. Yeah. So that person, uh, that person who has been supported will, be, will get those benefits, but it will be a once-off benefit. Okay. Right. But also there are those people, even if they are not the children of the deceased, mm. who are wholly dependent on this person. Right. And where there is no other contributor to the family. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it will be, uh, uh, be people like this. Mm, mm, mm. And like I said, just to, because people are going to ask again. Okay. <laughs> the turnaround time is about 20 working days if we have all the documents. Okay. Mm. Oh, and that may be delayed because of, of some of these processes. I'm just looking at a, mm. a, an instance where it is. A partial dependent, so they'll main, there may need to be a process to verify yes. the status, this partial dependent status. Yes, there will be. Yeah, we, we, there is a process to verify all this. Oh, okay. Yes, it yeah. may take longer, but it's, it won't be like as mm. easy as we said. Mm, yeah. mm. It may take longer because you know, families we do fight for money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it may take okay, and. <laughs> So what do you look at to, is there something that you look at to qualify me as a partial dependent? Are, are there things you're going to need from me? There, there are things they will, the, the, the department will give you, will, will, will tell you what they need. Okay. Yes. All right. No, because remember, it's not a one size fits all. I've mentioned different scenarios. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they will... They will give you the the correct information yeah. and document uh, documentation to do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And and um, what are the so we spoke of the payable benefits. That's where we are now. So how does Composition Fund deal with COVID nineteen fatality cases? I wonder if we've uh, we, we've touched on that or there's still yes. more to say about that. No. I've, yeah. I think the last part of my discussion was more on the fatal cases. Okay. Yes, it's someone who passed away from COVID. Mm. So those are the, the benefits that will they okay. will get. Yes. Yeah. And and what are the procedures of reporting such cases? We're going back to the, to the, first, <laughs> to the first one. Okay. Uh, reporting a case and submitting all those relevant documents. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So pretty much mm. the same. Yes. Um, uh, how, how long does it take to finalize a COVID-19 fatal case? 
With all the documents, it will be about 20 working days. Okay. Yes. Oh, so pretty much... I mean, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. If, we have, if we have information, it's, 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 it's quite easy to, mm. to conclude the COVID cases. It's, it's unlike, so if I debate, there are other occupational diseases that can be very complex and you need a lot. But mm. with the COVID, it's, a, but it's, okay. it's, it's, it's relatively easy. Uh. Yes. Okay, so relatively direct then. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we are, if you have questions that you want to ask us, engage with us, we'll take your calls and your WhatsApp messages on 08, your calls 087 your WhatsApp messages on 082 and the studio line is 87 Two double eight nine six nine seven, and you can engage with us, ask us questions on what we've discussed here uh, this evening, or if you're seeking clarity on some of these issues that uh, we are raising there. So we'll, we'll we'll take your calls there, and as far as these issues are concerned, and we're still having this conversation in progressive talk, just uh, seventeen minutes after seven o'clock, and when we continue, we'll continue speaking about uh, some of these issues. All right, this progressive talk on Capricorn FM, and we are speaking progressively. So we are talking compensation fund, an entity of the Department of Employment and Labor responsible for provision of compensation, pension and medical benefits, as well as rehabilitation services to employees who are injured or contracted diseases during the course of their employment. But tonight, the focus is on COVID-19 related claims and procedures. And that's where we are. And we're sitting with our guest here in studio. And we're inviting you, of course, to engage with us on 087-288-9697 or 082-654-2446. Those are the avenues that you can use to engage with us should you have questions or areas that you want us to clear for you. Okay, but there's one other issue, perhaps. Uh, Is there a standard amount that people get paid when they make claims for for compensation fund related to COVID-19? No, it's no a standard. No, there's no standard amount. Okay. Remember, if, uh, if, if, if let's say if you are injured on duty, mm-hmm. for example, all these things are dependent on how you, how much you earn. Okay. But there's no, it has it has everything just to do with work-related issues, mm. right? Mm. And, uh, yeah, there's no standard amount that you just get. Okay. Uh, uh, because I'm, I'm just wondering, and I've, and I've picked up that perhaps mm. there are rumors that, that people are saying you get, uh, what is it, 20,000? Is it, is it more? Is it people are saying 20,000? Yeah, you get 20,000 if you contracted COVID on duty. No, it's not the truth. Okay. If you contract COVID on duty, you you follow the process I told you yes. before yeah. to claim. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is no twenty thousand for. And uh, how mm-hmm. much you you earn will determine how much you get paid. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So 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 that is clear there. I wonder if there are other apart from this one other issues that people suspect happens. Uh, I wouldn't call them myths. Uh, what would we call them? Whether there are other rumors that are out there around COVID and compensation fund uh, <laughs> that we would clear. Because if they were there, we would, would, would touch a bit on those as well. 
No, not, not, no, no, not, no nothing no, that we are no, aware not, of. Okay, not correct. that I'm aware of. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we're also taking your calls at home on 087-288-9697 and the WhatsApp number is 082-654-2446. Engage with us if you have questions relating to the subject matter this evening here on Progressive Talk. Do talk to us around these issues. Okay. And and, and I just want to go back and, and just a refresh on some of these issues that we we spoke about um because uh, it's one issue and and we have cleared this um when you were talking about the the procedures of reporting a claim Mm. for someone who contracted covid19 on on duty uh maybe i wonder there if we could go back and 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 touch on on some of those as well and some of those very important key issues that people should not forget when following procedures. Of course, we're talking about availability of information and providing all information, but maybe we can go back there and touch on, on those procedures. Yes. Uh, the, we'll go, uh, yeah, we'll, let's touch on the documents again. Yeah, yeah. You need a notice for occupational disease and claim, uh, uh, disease claim for compensation. Mm-hmm. And you need a, a certified copy uh, of uh, ID copy. Yeah, yeah. yes. Right. There's also this uh, COVID-19 exposure and medical questionnaire that needs to be completed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it, it is available on the uh, on our website. Yeah. And you also have to have the employer's report of the accident. Usually it's the employer who reports the accident. Okay. Remember? Yeah. And the laboratory tests mm. that confirm that you're COVID positive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yes. And uh, people tend to forget to give the first medical report in respect of the occupational diseases. Usually it's completed by the doctor who consulted you okay. and uh, made the, uh, the diagnosis mm. of COVID. Okay. And, mm. and I want to talk about the exposure part when mm. we continue. Progressive talk. Right. We're still talking here on progressive talk. I was saying around the exposure part. Mm. Um, um, so what what, uh, what kind of things do you look at there when you're talking about the, do you say COVID exposure form? Is there something, what, what do you look at there? There is a, there is a form where they, they'll ask questions. There will be questions. Yeah. Mm. Uh, remember, we also want to, to make sure that this is work related. Yeah. Yes. So they, oh. you should have been exposed to someone who's COVID positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually there will be a source. Yeah. Yeah. You see, it's, it's. So it must yeah. have happened at a work environment. At a work environment. Okay. Okay. Yes. And, and um, so in, in cases where someone says, as you are looking at uh, disablement, so in, in cases where someone says, uh, I've, I've contracted COVID but there is no, there's no disability that arose from it. But then at a later stage, there mm. are complications or some disability that arises. How do you look at that? Firstly, Nate, the advice is that if you have contracted the COVID, uh, COVID-19 at, work, at the workplace, report it. Mm-hmm. Even if you are not going to be paid TTD, that is your temporary total disability mm-hmm. or all the other benefits, but you'll never know the complications that can arise 
at that given time. Mm-hmm. Remember, not everyone who's getting a COVID disease feels sickly and mm. sleeping uh, and doing that. So yeah. rather report it mm-hmm. so that if there are complications, you know you have a leg to, uh, a leg to stand on mm. and claim the relevant um, benefits mm. that is, you are suppo- you're supposed to get in that event. So you can come back at a later stage and say, I am now disabled and this is because in 2020 I contracted COVID and here are the medical reports to prove it. Yeah, when I went 2020, it's a vertex. But things happen. Yeah. You, you do get this disease and it's, it's not that major you go through your 14 days you're, you you are okay yeah. but there are people who develop complications after yeah you see so it's better to to report okay. so that when those complications come mm. right mm. you you have reported the case maybe another point that is important arising mm. from this last uh, conversation this part of the conversation we're having is so you can contract covid because there is no disablement of any sort there's no disability that arises do not qualify for compensation fund that for compensation of some sort you remember a compensation to qualify for a compensation if mm. they if they if there is some loss yeah yeah, <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. L- l- let's say, for example, you you had something and it's cured. There is mm-hmm. no there is no loss. Uh-huh. Uh, the easier way, because most of the injuries are musculoskeletal. Yeah. When you have, to, if like for example, just a, it's just an example. Yeah, if you have fractured your ankle mm. and there is limited range of movement, there is a loss. Yes, but you can fracture. Ankle, but you have normal ranges of movement, yeah. so you never know, yeah. right? So, okay. so it's nicer if you uh, you uh, report your your case. Mm-hmm. There are people who are, who had COVID, who had COVID, right? Mm. We have yeah, people who had COVID yeah. uh, infection. They were okay. Uh, I mean, they took their vitamins and the like. It's like almost like a flu, but they all be, they mm. are ill. You mm. get mm. my. Yeah. Then it's like they recovered. Mm. Then only to find that later there are other complications, mm. Mm. serious complications. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. No. So it's it, better to to report it, even if you feel like you are a strong man. Yeah. Yeah. You go to <laughs> gym, rather report. Okay. You don't lose anything, yes. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that, that covers it for me. I wonder if these last parting shot that you want to throw in there before we, 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 uh, we, we, we let you go. Uh, um, not, not, not nothing more, but people, st- please still take care. Mm-hmm. COVID is still around. Yeah. Despite that you are at a good in stage, you good in level stage one, level one, level yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean it's gone. Let's mm-hmm. just take care All right. of ourselves. Even at work, mm. people are coming back to work. Yes. Right. Mm. Uh, let's take precautions. Try to keep that uh, social distancing. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. A wonderful evening to you. Thank you. All right. That's half past seven. Progressive Talk on Capricorn FM. 
That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.